now. Yo guys, welcome back to the Blue Podcast number 17 with me, Tom and Ben. How you doing, Ben? I'm good, thanks. And my granddad is a special guest today. How you doing? Okay. <laughs> uh, thank you guys for the support lately. Um, yesterday's video, which we, well, we're only recording this after the last video has come out. has done really well. Make sure you check out the merch. I'm wearing it as always. Uh, and check out our Twitter at the Blue Podcast One and Instagram at the Blue Podcast One. All right. Um, the Champions League draws were yesterday. Uh, I have to say City and Chelsea got off pretty lightly in those draws. Uh, who, Chelsea have got Rene, Sevilla and some Russian team. Krasnodar. Krasnodar, yeah. yeah. What do you think of that, Granad? Sorry? What do you think of... Uh, our, have you seen our, groups, our group for Champions League? Yeah, yeah, yeah I don't... I don't but... Follow that much of the the build up to the uh, the Champions League, but I know what you mean. There's not there's not more. I call some of the really difficult fixtures no, that would be. We got a good draw, in other words, in a good group. Yeah, and uh, City got the uh, pretty good draw as well. Uh, Ben's yeah. a City fan, by the way, Granddad. So <laughs> that's that's why it's called uh, the Blue Podcast. Um, there were some big games in there though. <clears throat> Juventus versus Barcelona. We have. Uh, was it City versus Ronaldo again? That's going to be a, a yeah. good one. Yeah. Messi versus Ronaldo. Sorry, yeah. What did I say? City versus Ronaldo. I did that. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> but um, yeah, Messi versus Ronaldo will be a big one. I'm looking forward to that. When was, have they, they haven't played since he left Madrid, have they? Messi each other. No, no. That'll be good. <clears throat> and there was, so was it PSG, United and RB Leipzig in another group? Yeah. That's going to be a big one. There's, what is it, Atletico and someone else? Uh, Atletico with Bayern. Bayern Munich. So, yeah, I mean, there's yeah, there's some tough groups out there and City and Chelsea have kind of been gifted the best of the bunch, really. Yeah, but we've been nice to it. Yeah, I mean, considering, you know, how much, was it, was it UEFA hate you? I'm surprised you got that. <laughs> I thought they would have rigged it. <laughs> yeah, I'm surprised you didn't get PSG, Real Madrid, and uh, Bayern in the same group. That was funny. Uh, anyway, uh, weekend's games: Chelsea face Palace 12:30 on Saturday, and Man City face Leeds 5:30 on Saturday. Do you, uh, how do you think the Leeds game will go, Ben? Uh, I think. It's it's going to be a difficult one. I think we could suffer a bit of a hangover. So, I, like, I think I like to think would win, but I can see it being a draw, and I, and I can quite easily see in Leeds winning it. So, I, it's I think I, I think I, if I choose one, I'll go for a draw. Fair enough. I mean, optimistic Ben seems to have gone <laughs> recently. <Yeah. laughs> I mean, that happens when you get smashed 5-2. Yeah, that's true. That is true. Um, we've got Palace. Should be an easy win. Should be. I mean... You're asking me, though. Well, yeah, I'm asking, yeah, both of us, yeah. Yeah, no, well, you say that, but I'm, I'm not particularly sure, really. I think the problem <laughs> is, still, he still hasn't got his best team together, has he? No, yeah. I mean, he started the last game... I mean, why he doesn't start the, the, the game with the best team to start with? He, he brought Conte on, 
in the, that, the last game we played and he made a difference. So if they played him from the beginning, it might have made a difference. Mm. And I think you should put your best player out, your players out, your best team. Get some sort of in the lead where you're comfortable and then bring people off, not do it the other way around, where they're chasing the game and that's much more difficult. Yeah. That's what I think. Yeah. No, I can't yeah. see, that. I mean, Barkley's gone, which I don't really understand. I mean, Barkley was a good player, I don't understand. Rudiger, he doesn't like and I don't know why. He's not going to play a Lonzo game, which is good. But I just yeah. think people like Rudiger. Rudiger's good. I don't understand why I don't like him. Barkley, I think that was a mistake. Um, but then, you know, we'll see what happens. But I've never... I mean, Cat Palace, they always do well against Chelsea, really. I mean, they're not an easy pushover anyway. There aren't many teams in Premier League now you can say, you know, you've got a result because it doesn't happen like that. Unless you're Liverpool, I suppose, last year anyway. Yeah, yeah. We, we, we were, we were or Manchester about, City um, the year before. Yeah, we, we were Manchester speaking about. Um, we were speaking about the Premier League uh, yesterday. Um, how just you can't really predict who's going to win every game. Yeah, yeah. No. But as you said, apart from Liverpool. <laughs> well, and, and the previous seasons, Manchester City, they were always. You're always going to Manchester City were always going to win. A couple of years ago, you knew that before it yeah. kicked off. Mm. It's like somebody said at Chelsea once when Chelsea under Mourinho, I forget, never never on the television. He said, when we went to Stamford Bridge, when they had that really good side, you know, Czech and Terry and all, he said, we knew we weren't going to get a result. You know, we knew we weren't going to score. They Mm. was never going to let us score a goal. Well, Mm. you know, there's not many teams like that around now. Anyway, Liverpool last year, but we'll see this year. They lost last night, didn't they, on penalties? Yep. Yeah, it's true. No, I was really upset about that. <laughs> yeah, that, that's uh, the um, Carabao Cup draw. Uh, we got Arsenal, I think. You have Arsenal. Yeah, and United got Everton, and Everton looking handy. So yeah, I think Everton's going to be a good game. Yeah. Uh, well, anyways, uh, score prediction, Grandad. Score prediction for Crystal Palace, Chelsea. Uh, two one us. Two one Chelsea. I was going to say the same thing. I think it's going to be a slog. Uh, I'm predicting two two goals from Chelsea in the first half. They'll get one back, and it's just going to be, you know, squeaking on time for the rest of it. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's going to definitely. It's, it's typical Chelsea in that sense. Um, all right, well, that's, uh, that's enough of the the update. I mean, we kind of we kind of did an update yesterday, on the, didn't we? Yeah, just on the. the like getting rid of Barkley and that. Aren't, aren't they doing that because they want Declan Rice? Definitely. Yeah. But yeah. is he going to come? I don't know. Yeah, yeah. It's, it is a gamble. <clears throat> Definitely. And, and we want to loan off Ruben Loftus-Cheek as well. So, yeah. I mean, to be fair, I, I, I would rather have loaned Loftus-Cheek this season than Barkley because... Barkley has looked good since we had that lockdown last season. He has looked good. Um, but obviously he wants game time. And Loftus-Cheek is the player that needs game time to be able to get back to anywhere near the level he was at before he got injured. Yeah. Which is a shame because he's getting older now and his potential is still there. And he's obviously very gifted on the ball and all that kind of stuff. But... Injuries have let him down, and will will a side want to 
I saw something. It cost a side eight million to have him for a season. Does a side really want to spend eight million with the chance that he could get injured, like after two months? That's true. Which is obviously a shame on him, unfortunately. But um, yeah, it is. It is what it is. Sometimes. Yeah, I mean, loaning loaning players out. You know, teams loaning players. I don't know how long it's been going on, but I mean, for don't, I've never heard of it. Going, going back to I know, watching in a long time, many, many years, but it, it didn't used to happen. Nobody would ever loan players out. I mean, they put it out to pay so that they don't want to sell them, the people don't want to buy. But it's a new phenomenon, really, over the last few years. It didn't happen very often. And certainly not the beginning of watched football, never. But then when I started, there was no substitutes. Mm. <laughs> that was a long time ago. A long time ago. Well, uh, speaking of, of back when you stopped first started watching football, can you remember your your first game at Stamford Bridge? Yeah, the first, well, yes, the first game must, well, actually, it was the weekend, the de- Easter weekend, 54-5, so it was 55. We, we, were, we were in for the championship. We played on those days, Good Friday, at home, to Sheffield United. We were expected to win. We drew 1-1. And then on the Easter Saturday the next day, we had to play Wolves at home. That's the first game I saw the I went on the Friday with my father, the Good Friday one. Then I went on my, with my uncles on the Saturdays with Wolves. And that we had to win because it was between Chelsea and Wolves who were going to win the championship. And Chelsea, we won 1-0, penalty. Um, 78,000 people at Chelsea that day. And, you know, in those days, you didn't have to have tickets. You just queued up. You yeah. queued up and went in. No tickets. And then yeah, as youngsters, you could... We used to stand beyond one goal. And then at half time you could run around and stand beyond the goal. <laughs> yeah. were kicking in. Everybody did. They changed ends in those days. But that, that's the first game I saw. I know that I went before that season started earlier than that with my uncles, but I don't remember the games. I remember once going to Charlton, but I don't even know when that was. But they used to go to all the Chelsea home games in London and take me with them. And I was just a very small lad and, you know, so, but my first game I remember was Wolves because it was so important to win and we were 54 we were going to win it and we did and every, you know, it was terrific and then two, day, two weeks after that we had, to, we had to just confirm it we played Sheffield Wednesday at home and beat them 3-0 so we were the champions uh, first time from in what, 50 years 1955 50 years yeah. 50 years to the first championship Mm. Well, there's, a, there's, a, there's a funny thing with 50 years in Chelsea because yeah, no. 50 years after we were created, we won our first league title. 50 years after that, we won our first Premier League. So, yeah. <laughs> so it's 50 years after the 54 5 was when, I mean, that was the Marino's first season with us, wasn't it? When he started. Well, we're not. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, 50 years. So, yeah, that was my first, yeah. And those, I mean, it was a completely different game. Chelsea had that in that side that beat Tottenham, beat Wolves on that day. We have three amateurs. That's not professional players. They're young, they're people who got other jobs and they played amateurs. They played for big amateur sides, but they weren't professional. They were amateurs. Can you remember their names? Yeah, Jim Lewis, uh, Jim Lewis, Derek Saunders, and uh, let me think, let me think, Derek Saunders, Jim Lewis. Uh, Les Stubbs. They were the three that played in that game. Jim Lewis played for Walsham Sub Avenue. Derek Saunders played for Dulwich Hamlet. And the other one played for Princeton Casuals, I think. So they were amateurs players, those, those guys. Mm. But yeah, they still managed to lift a trophy with Chelsea. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
that wouldn't happen nowadays, would it? No, no, not at all. No, no. I mean, the borough of Westminster, which was which was probably the nearest thing to a home crowd, um, it is true whether it's right or not. But they they painted all the lampposts blue, and the base at the bottom there was a the base at the bottom, and then the lamp big lampposts come out of that. The base was black with a white rim, which is Chelsea socks, and then the, it was blue. And everybody said that was because they because Chelsea won the championship. It was never said, but that was what they said. Could be good, wouldn't it? It could be, could be right. <laughs> yeah, yes, yeah. Painted a lamppost in, as a celebration. Ah, that was, must have been pretty cool going around that area with all those <clears throat> blue lampposts when you were younger. <laughs> yeah, I did everywhere. There's still that today, actually. I went there when I went to the Tate Gallery only a few weeks ago. I went long past that part of Westminster where all my relatives came, or my uncle, grandfather, or your great grandfather came from. And they're, all, they're still blue. So whether it's Chelsea blue or whether it's Westminster City blue, we don't know. <laughs> Fair enough. Well, um, <clears throat> one of my other questions for you was going to be, what was your first trophy? And uh, clearly your first trophy was us lif lifting the, the championship in 54-55. Uh, How was uh, that being a young lad? Very good, yeah, because, because you know, at school, you took a ribbon if you're a Chelsea supporter because they didn't really do very much. They were they were a musical joke. It was it was it was well. What happened was that um, one of a musical star called George Roby doesn't mean anything to you. Didn't mean much to me. Um, he came down to Stamford Bridge and trained with a club. So the paper said Chelsea are now signing musical stars, and then every time they kept losing. They kept saying that it was all the, the comedians used to make a joke at Chelsea. There was always a joke, and they said, you know, Chelsea, you know, the, the musical guys have lost again. And of course, that stopped that then. But in, I mean, in those days, Wolverhampton Wanderers were a very, very big club. Their captain was captain of England, Billy Wright, 105 caps. And they would have, in those days, like 1955, there was no European football. 55 was, was the be beginning of what was the European Cup, which is now the Champions League. And Chelsea, and the, 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 our one, we, we were allowed one team in it, in each country, one club. And they sort of won the championship was going in there. Chelsea won that year, 55, and the FA wouldn't let them go in. They said, no, you're not going in, we don't want you to. So they couldn't. But Wolverhampton Wanderers did. But they, they played, they had two or three internationals, and they were the first games ever shown live on BBC television because Wolverhampton Wanderers had plant lights. Chelsea didn't have club lights at Stamford Bridge till oh, mid sixties. No club lights at all. So any games at Chelsea midweek we played at three o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah. So from fifty-five onwards, my all my years at school, every time Chelsea had a home game on a Wednesday, we used to you know bunk up, you know, <laughs> and go and watch it. And the next morning we'd come in and he'd go, McCleaves has us in the hall, you know, we, we know where you were, Chelsea. What bad, was it a bad game? No, they couldn't do anything, could they? You know, after all, we were just kids. <laughs> I asked my father, I remember saying the one game because in that particular time, 55, 50, 55, 56, we played Burn, we played with Drew Burnley in the third round of the cup. And in those days there was replays. We played we played the game at Burnley on a Saturday and Drew. So I then knew that the Wednesday of the following week we the replays would be Stanford Bridge on Wednesday afternoon. Um, I said to my father, can I go? And he said, No, but I did. We drew that. We then went to um, Tottenham and we drew there. 
We then went to Arsenal, by which time it was Easter, and I went, me and a mate of mine went to see the replay at Arsenal Highbury, and we drew that. And eventually we went to Everton and we beat them. That's, that's, that's still the longest FA Cup tie. Third round Burnley, four, four games. One game and four, four replays. Still the, still the longest. Because now they don't do that, do they? <laughs> yeah. Chelsea Burnley, yeah. And not only oh, always Chelsea games are really boring. <laughs> <laughs> really were. Fair enough. Um, well, what was um, what was your next Chelsea uh, trophy that you, you saw us lift after 54, 55, would it be? Uh, 64, uh, 65, we won the League Cup, which is now the Carabao, what it was. But yeah. those days, it was the League We won that. That was, that was home and away. We beat, we went to Leicester and won it um, at Leicester. And then the second leg was at Stamford Bridge and we won that 1-0 as well. So that was the first of Leicester. That was, a, that was 64-5, which that, that was a year which, where Chelsea were beginning to Chelsea were a big, you know, good side. Then they were right up third in the league. They had all the ju- all the guys that had come from the juniors. They weren't they weren't called the academy then. They were juniors. Come through the ranks. People like Benetti, Hollins, Osgood, Harris, uh, all those. Albert Murray, Hale Hausman, whole team really pretty well. Nine out of the eleven had come through the juniors. And in sixty four five, that was a very disappointing year because. That year we, it, we were due to we, we got to the semi final against Liverpool at, at uh, 65 semi final against Liverpool at Villa Park, and we were expected to win it because Liverpool were halfway up the table, they weren't there's nothing like the side they were now, they were just to come up in the second division. Nobody expected them to do anything. They had Shankly, who was made mould in the team, and we lost that 2 1, which was very disappointing. And at those days, we were third in the league, and that, those early 60s years run up till quite late in the 60s, was, was always Chelsea disappointed. And that particular year, I mean, uh, you want me to talk about that? Yeah. That Go particular ahead. year, 64-5, um, we, we, we played Liverpool at Stamford Bridge. I've got it here, actually. But we played Liverpool at Stamford Bridge and we beat them. And then we lost somewhere else. And it, it came to basically four games and they were to win the title. And uh, we played Burnley at home and won. And we played Everton at home and we beat them. And we had to go away to Cardiff and Blackpool. And we just had to win those or win one of them, draw the other, and we'd have been champions. We went to Cardiff and we were dreadful. We, we lost that. But they stayed up there because they were playing Blackpool two days later. Don't know why. They played on a Saturday and they're playing Blackpool on a Monday. And on the, uh, on the Saturday, We'd lost, and everybody was disounted us. But they got they were in the hotel, and uh, Dom, Tommy Doherty was the manager, and he said, "Right, you know, I don't want you lads, you know, just have a few drinks and go to bed." A little group of them, Hollins, three or four others, you know, Peter Osgood. After ten o'clock, when they were curfew, they put their suits on, went out the fire escape, and went down and found some a couple of clubs in Bournemouth, in Blackpool, to have a bit of a night out. And when Doherty came down into the bar at ten o'clock. The, the boys were going to bed and he was saying well because he knew the guys that were missing were the guys that would have done that it was you know Hutchinson all those sort of guys and the you know Hollins they would have had a drink. so he said where are they and they said oh, they've gone to bed so he thought no they didn't so what happened he went up to the bedroom and by that time they got back 
and they come up the fire escape and Holland was they, they were in bed but they had time to change so he was in bed in a suit and Oscar and the Doherty went in and he pulled the covers back in the suits so he went round to everyone and all the same so he said right you lot breakfast and he sent them home and he sent them it made it made front page news on every new well pretty every newspaper Chelsea players sent home from Blackpool for drinking after hours drinking out and we lost that game Blackpool and we lost the championship. We we were we ended up I think five five points less than Manchester United with the win I imagine the winners and if we had won those two games we'd have won it and we should have won them easily because Blackpool were fourth from bottom and and uh, Cardiff were about eighth from bottom so with that, they sent them home very it was quite a big thing really it broke the team up eventually because that's sixty that was sixty five that Burnables was on that side he went to Tottenham. Yeah, uh, and one of it's one of the times playing other place, but that was that was a very disappointing that because instead of winning the the cup, the FA Cup, the Championship, and and the League Cup, we ended up just winning the League Cup, which was okay. But I mean, you know, but we we promised so much more through the through the season, you know. So that was that was prime Osgood and uh, the Cats that kind of era. Yeah, I mean, you you Benetti. Uh, yep. Hollins, Ronnie, Ronnie Harris, Alan Harris, Johnny Hollins, Peter Hausman, Chopper Harris, yeah, uh, uh, oh, Tommy Baldwin, Peter Osgood, Hudson was just about coming into the team, Alan Hudson, um, who else was in that team? Well, George Graham, all those sort of, Graham hadn't he come from Scotland, Eddie McCready had come from East Stirling, but he was that same age, if they were young, Tom, Michael, Jimmy, Tommy Boyle came from somewhere from Scotland, but basically were the side all juniors. Yeah, so it was a very disappointing season. Actually, we, we didn't win. I mean, we didn't win the cup. Well, we won it in seventy, didn't we? At the Battle of Wembley with, with the Leeds, yeah. but we didn't win. We didn't win anything else. You know, we didn't win the leagues. You know, till two thousand five, wasn't it? Two thousand five. Yeah. So when when was it that we got relegated? Because <clears throat> that side obviously helped us get back up from the second division. When You're talking about. We, uh, we, got, we got division two, wasn't it? At some point, I can't remember when it was though. We're not. You're not talking about early sixties when we were relegated. You're talking about the eighties or seventies. Yeah, yeah, that's what. That's what I. Sorry, that's what I'm thinking. I'm sorry. I don't, I don't know the date. It's certainly, we did get, yes, we, we, we were relegated, we were bad. I mean, in those days, Stamford Bridge, the crowds on a Saturday was 25,000. You know, there was nobody listening, nobody nobody watching, nobody's bothered. Well, I can't, I, I should tell you a big base, I've got it all here, but I didn't, I'm not sure what you're going to ask me. So, I don't know the dates, but yes, it was, but we, once we got back up and they gradually built it up again, you know, by then six, by the time... The, the big, the, you know, the 70 final, the one that we beat Leeds eventually, that was uh, Dave Sexton in charge. Dave Sexton was a, you know, a player's, player's manager. Um, so, yeah. We had um, quite a few player managers, didn't we? We've had uh, Hullet, we've had Sexton, as you said. We've had, who was the Italian attacker? Oh, what's his name? Uh, he, he played with Zola... I can take you back a bit further than that. Yeah. Like, well, well Ted, Ted Drake was in the 50s. But then during the 60s, we had Jeff Hurst, who scored the hat-trick in the World Cup final. You ever heard of Jeff Hurst? Oh, yeah. 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 
well, he managed Chelsea, a guy called Danny Blanchflower. He was the Tottenham manager, Tottenham captain when they won the double in 60, 1960, they won the cup. First team for about 70 years to win the double. Um, and that was Tottenham, that was Danny Blanchflower. A guy called Porterfield, God knows where they got him from, but in 1972, Leeds were absolutely flying. They were the Liverpool of today. And they came up against Southampton, who were in the second division in the fourth round of the FA Cup. And, you know, it was just, it was on the television and people said, well, we're not going to watch that because it's a foregone conclusion. The guy called Porterfield scored the winner um, against, Liverpool, against Liverpool and everybody went crackers and he ended up managing Chelsea for a few, few months. But also ex-players managed, David Webb managed them, John Hollins managed them. Um, can't remember some of the other. Obviously, Tommy Doherty. Uh, he went on to manage United afterwards, didn't he? Who? Doherty. Doherty. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 He went to United. Yeah. He, had, he, had some yeah, he came down. He came down as a player. Been with Arsenal in Scotland and Arsenal. He was a Scottish international. He came and towards the end of the, in the sixties. You know when? I mean, what happened was that he came to Chelsea. Uh, we were relegated right beginning of the sixties. And we got up the very, there was a famous, there was a time between 63 and 64 when there was massive, very cold weather. And we played Boxing Day and, and Chelsea had gone right up the second division, right up to Boxing Day. I think we'd lost one. We were way in front of the second division. And then we, and then it was, place, it was shut down to March because you couldn't get, there was so much frozen. And when, when we came back in March, we continued playing and we couldn't win a game. And we got to the last two games and we played away at Stoke, and a guy called Tommy Harmer played a few. But he got one goal. And then at home, we had, we had to beat um, we had to beat Portsmouth at Stamford Bridge to get win promotion on a Wednesday evening. Um, and I went in with Pam. She went with me, and we won seven nil. And there's a big thing. To, a guy had a, on his um, a guy had in his he had a baker's shop by Stamford Bridge. He had a big sign that said, "If we don't beat Portsmouth tonight, I'm going to open a shop in Portsmouth and leave Chelsea." <laughs> you know, put, put it in, you know, and we won seven nil. Famous victory, yeah. So big, big statement game there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm, all right. Well, spoken a lot about your earlier memories. Uh, you obviously, well, you were with me as I grew up during the the. Early two early noughties, two thousand five, two thousand six. What was that like from your from for you the um, when uh, Ibrahimovic came in and we started winning pretty much almost every well, game, as you said. It's fantastic, you know. It's fantastic because you've never seen football like it, um, and we had great players. I mean, the the, the Chelsea team that had uh, a Duff on one wing and Adrian Robin on the other, I and mean, that was a fantastic team. Um, we were we were unbeatable for a while. We were fantastic. You know, and Mourinho, his first stint there, he was, he was, he was good. You know, he was fresh, he was new, he was a special one, as he said, and he proved it. You know, um, and you know, he brought crowds to Chelsea. They were the days when you started not being able to get a season ticket. Everything was difficult, you know, because everybody wanted to go to Stamford Bridge. Um, but yeah, so I, it was great to watch it, and it, it, to a degree, it was. You know, and it's, it's still. I mean, I think Lampard will get it right and be good again. You know, it really will be good again. But all the all the managers, the foreign ones that have come, 
I mean, the guy Everton, what's his name now? Yeah, he, he, he was, yeah, he was a manager when we won the European Cup, didn't he? When DiMaggio was manager, or coach, as they call it. Well, he, I mean, he's already making a difference at Everton, isn't he? Yeah, massive. Yeah. yeah, well, that's because I would imagine because of him. You know, because they just have the ability to tell people, the, you know, they see things, otherwise it wouldn't be where they are. But, I mean, we got rid of him. He, what did he win? We, he won us the, he that the year. League. He won us the league as well. He won the league and, and the European Cup, or Champions League, and yeah. sacked him. I think, I, think it was the, I think it was the Europa. We didn't, I don't think we won the Champions League with him. Because we, we, well, we won the Champions League with uh, Di Matteo. It's still there. Of course it was, yes. Sorry, yes. Sorry? It's still that you... I think it was the season after you came second, and you're like, Matt, that's not yeah, good yeah, yeah, that was it. Yeah, we, we won the league with his first season, and then we came second the next season, and we sacked him. <laughs> you stupid, crazy. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Of course, you're right. And Matteo was the cha- was the manager when we won the European Cup of the Champions League. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I remember I remember being in Peeps Road <clears throat> with you, Grandma Millie, and uh, Mum, watching that. That was something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. When when Drogba took the penalty, yeah. yeah, you know you know the, the you know the, you know when we lost the Champions League finals, Manchester United on John, John Terry's penalty, yeah, on Chelsea's penalty. Well, if you read that, Chelsea had sorted out. Chelsea already knew who was going to take the penalties in what order. They already you know it already worked out, um, and Terry wasn't going to take the fifth penalty. But when I mean, it he got wasn't to playing, the stage, but, yeah. <laughs> What was the game he was playing in? Yeah, so he got, he he got sent off in the semi-final against Barcelona the game before. Yeah, no, but, 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 but he took a penalty in the Champions League in the, in the Champions League final and if he'd yeah, scored it, we'd have won it. Yeah, in 2008, yeah. Is that right? Yeah, that's correct, yeah. And then Anelka missed yeah. his after that as well. Yeah, but, but they'd already decided who was taking them. And because... Terry was playing, wasn't he? And he was not down to take a penalty. And when it got to the last one, all they knew that if all happened to Chelsea had to win the score that penalty, and we'd won the European Cup with the Champions League. And Terry said, "I want to take it because you know because he was captain and he wanted the glory, and he missed it." And mm-hmm. the great thing about that is that the one person in the, on the Manchester United side that had missed it was Ronaldo. So, so. If we if he'd won that, it would have been Ronaldo that lost in the Champions League, which would have been fantastic. But unfortunately, <laughs> he yeah. He yeah, that would have been something. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, what do you remember of the the kind of the Zola era? Take you back a little bit further than two thousands. Uh, what I remember, well, just that he was such a fantastic player. We um, Chil- Wimbledon played Chelsea in a semi FA Cup semi final hybrid during that period when Zola was playing. And um, because I was, could get these tickets at Wimbledon, I got about six tickets. One, all that crowd of Wimbledon guys were in the stand. We had the great seats. And I've got four or five for Simon, your dad, Andrew. I think he was there, and Pulley. And I mean, Chelsea just wiped the floor with him. Pullet was the manager. Yeah. And. Um, he set it up so much that Wimbledon were a good attacking side that only got behind the defence once. A guy called Neil Ardley got behind Chelsea's defence once. And that was the only all game. Otherwise, they kept them out. And that was the goal where Zola, Zola scored a goal from behind his foot. He went and let it run and he flicked it. You know, you know the one where he flicks it from behind. 
Mm. Somebody got one a goal like that just recently in about the last couple of weeks, where it rolls past one leg and he flicks it with the other. Um, I, remember, I remember the goal. Was that Vardy? Yeah, Vardy. Yeah. Was, was that against City? Yeah, Vardy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it was Vardy against Manchester City. past one leg and as it went past, he flicks it with the other. Yeah. Zola got that against Chelsea. And everybody went, I missed that. How did, how did he do that? Mm. We, we, you know, we, were, we, we were in Wimbledon. How did he do that? You know. <laughs> so, yes. Um, oh, that, you know, Chelsea were game with. I mean, I'd watch in Wimbledon a lot as well. But, you know, we Wimbledon were nowhere near. Chelsea was such a fantastic side, you mm. know, and they were, you couldn't get near them for just class, really. You know, they, they moved the ball, you know, they knew where they were going to be. And, um, I mean, I, you know, read that Mourinho, he, he had, I mean, he used to write, you know, each player, whatever they were playing, he knew they were going to meet and he told them to work, that this guy does this, and he had it all planned. He still does it, but it probably doesn't work anymore because everybody's used to it. But in those days, I think he was new to the game in England and he was a breath of fresh air at the time. Um, and, of course, of course, he got the publicity he wanted and Chelsea got the results they wanted, so everything worked. I mean, I don't think, like, Tottenham are definitely backing him in, in the market. So they, they're um, hoping that he can bring a, a trophy to them, aren't they? Because of the spending. Yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm surprised that I'm surprised that Levy took him on because Mourinho, if you believe what you, you hear, and it, you could, most of the time it plays out, if Mourinho doesn't get what he wants in the way of money to buy players, he just clears off because yeah. he's got so much money. He's had. He's not going to spend his time trying to get up that he can't get the players. He took it. He took it on. I'm surprised he did, really. But I suppose it got him back in. Um, he's got the players now. They've got yeah. the best stadium in the world. They're looking now, don't they? Tom, yeah. the best yeah. stadium ever. Yeah, and some quality players as well. Bale. Uh, oh, crikey! Yeah, yeah. Right. So, Mind you, I'm, on, I'm Bale. I, he was fantastic when he left Tottenham. I can't. I can't see him be quite as good as he was when he left. Oh, no. I hope he did. He's good to watch. But in those days, you couldn't touch him, could you? Yeah. I mean, he, you know, he got the ball and he was gone. You know, quick, quick, on the ball, fast. Um, he didn't settle on the ball, you know. You, you, you got nowhere near him. So, I mean, as long as, you, as long as you don't have a good game with Chelsea, I don't know what he does, really. Fair <laughs> <laughs> enough. Um, well, we spoke of... <clears throat> about a few players and uh, normally I give our guests five uh, players as their top top five but obviously you've got a lot more you've got a lot more history so I'll give you a, your top ten Chelsea players of all time uh, oh Chelsea top players well Peter Osgood yep uh, Alan Hudson mm-hmm. Roy Bentley yep Zola. Of course. Four. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll count. <laughs> yeah. uh, so many, really. Uh, John Hollins. Oh, Ray Wilkins. Mm-hmm. Six. Um, give me a minute. Give me a minute. <laughs> Peter Bonetti. Oh, Ashley Cole, John Terry, and Frank Lampard. Is that the ten? Yes, ten. Yeah. No, no Eden Hazard. 
Nigel Ogba. Oh yeah, I forgot that. I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yes, you... I mean, he's up. He's up there with a lot, isn't he? He's up there with, you know, Osgood and, uh, yeah. I mean, yeah, he's probably that snuck in at the end. Yeah, they let the Lampard uh, <laughs> Terry Ashley Cole snuck in at the end, which was nice. Yeah, um, yeah it's just it's, so many going back so many years. You think, you know, then of course it come right from yeah, Lampard yeah. and Terry were from that, that side. Lampard, Terry, and and and, uh, and Cole were mm. fantastic, weren't they? That yeah, side. yeah, they were like the core of that side. Mm. Yeah, and check his goal. Which I think is what Lampard's actually kind of trying to build with his current Chelsea team. Mm. He, he needs to mm. find that core. And he's hoping, obviously, he gets that with Chilwell, who's, what, 24? He's hoping he can get a core with him on the left. He wants a solid keeper with Mendy. Um, he, has, he just quite hasn't quite figured out the core of the Chelsea team, which is the issue. Yeah, yeah. Currently. Well, that's right. That's right. That's right. But I mean that yes, because they had it sorted and they tech I mean every time you hear about um defenders in the modern era, you know, uh every, I mean you put top three foot it's always Terry because because he 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 marshaled the defence, he told people where to be. Mm. Every time Chelsea their last game Chelsea let one in, uh the, the guy who scored it, his marker was standing in front of him, it's come from a corner or coming Instead of the marker being, I mean, the marker stands next to goal side of the man is marking or behind, don't stand in front of him. And the ball went over his head, and I forget who scored now. It was the last game, I think. Yeah, it was a and, you know, Lamella scored, and he wasn't marked yet. No, that's right. I mean, the, the guy marking it was in front of him, he should have been behind him. Whereas yeah, Terry would have told him where to go. He yeah, organised his defence there. Yeah, it was Emerson, that was the thing. Because um, Chilwell uh, isn't. isn't quite fully fit yet and he played uh, he played his 65 minutes then got subbed off for Emerson and I thought Chilwell had a really good game uh, when he was playing against Spurs at left back but then obviously Emerson I mean, com coming on as a defender in, in a game can often can often be risky because obviously you not, might not be up to the speed of the game yet which I think was what happened with Emerson and he wasn't marking his man mm. for that game unfortunately. I guess it's a bit like um you could compare it to City losing company to an extent. So you've lost Terry and never replaced him, I guess. Yeah. Obviously. Because it's difficult. As you say, you know, you, you can't replace company, can you? No. You will do, maybe, but you've got to be lucky. He yeah. was great. He yeah. was a good influence at Manchester City, wasn't he? Yeah. Exactly. He was the guy that organised. They ran that played around him, the same as Terry, yeah. 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 Mm. So they both lost that core uh, in the defence, which is key but yeah. whether you can replace it is another thing the other guy that I missed the other guy I missed out of the 10 Jimmy Greaves I should have meant Jimmy Greaves he was probably on the top three I ever saw he's still yeah. the most goals Dixon? yeah not, not, not in the same I mean there are players no. he was good he was good in the yeah I suppose there are so yeah. many 10s not very many there. Tom's mm. not enough Tom you should have said more than that <laughs> I should have given. I should have given you fifty to pick from. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, yeah. one of them you mentioned, Hazard, is having a bit of a stinker at Madrid at the moment, isn't he? Yeah. He can't get it right, can he? No. I wonder if has. I wonder if Hazard will come back to Chelsea. Yeah. I mean, he can't get it right, can he? Every time I, I read, look at the page. I don't read, watch the games, but I read it, and he's they, he can't get it right. He's not. He hasn't got a game at all. 
I know. I mean, at Chelsea, he was, unbeat, he was unplayable at Stamford Bridge, wasn't he? Every time he got the ball, you know, he was going to end up in the net, you know. Um, so, don't know. Very strange, isn't it? You might find Bale does the same. Mm. Uh, well, I hope so, because Tottenham is Chelsea don't like Tottenham. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I have made that very clear on this podcast that I do not like <laughs> Very, very clear. Tottenham, yeah, Tottenham is, um, yeah, we didn't like these. Chelsea, were every, Chelsea never lost to Tottenham. And the Chelsea play, everybody called it three, it was called, it was White Hart Lane and Chelsea called it three point lane. We always <laughs> took three points from, from, uh, from White Hart Lane. Not so much now, but we did for a long, long time. Years, you know. I bet, years. I bet uh, Hazard's starting to think he's made a mistake now, to be honest. Well, probably, yeah. You know, I don't know why he went. Everybody said you've got to go, you know, and all the rest of it. Mm-hmm. But I'm, well, if he came back, he'd come back to England, wouldn't he? You know, yeah, he yeah. would. Yeah. It's one of, the, one of those cases where a player, one of these top clubs comes in and he's like, oh, you get, your head gets turned. Yeah, but that's right. You move into a top club where, from a, but where a, the fans aren't going to love you as much, but you, like so, you might as well stay at the club, a top club that you're at, where the fans love you. So in in turn, you're going to play better football because you you feel loved. <laughs> yeah, I suppose some of the players we're talking about, like Hazard, they want to play. They want to have gone to Real Madrid, Juventus, Inter Milan, AC Milan, the great clubs, you know, the big clubs. Yeah, that's where they want to go, you know. I mean, yeah. the champ, the old, the old champ, the uh, the champ, uh, the European Cup. I mean, Real Madrid won it six times on the trot or something, didn't they? Yeah. I mean, they won it until yeah. till the Spanish, until Celtics won it in their '63. But up until then, it'd been won most of the time by they just Real yeah. Madrid. Yeah, that's why they all played in all white. Yeah, that's why Leeds yeah. playing all white. Do you know that? No. No. Well, Leeds. Leeds originally, when I was starting football, Leeds were blue and yellow, and uh, they were taken over by Don Revy, the guy who eventually left left Leeds in Birch and went to play for England. But it was proved that he was he sort of tried to bribe clubs. I mean, he had a very bad, but he, he changed, he put made Leeds all, all white because that was how Real Madrid played. So when he took over Leeds, he changed their colours to all white, which is either all white now. That's because of Real Madrid and Don Revy. <laughs> but the old uh, the seventy final, Tom. You've not asked me about the seventy final, the battle of the battle of uh, Old Trafford. I haven't known. Do you want to do you want to speak about that? No, it's just it was just you know, Clattenburg, uh, You know the old the guys in charge of the referees. Now he said if he'd have been in charge of either of those games, certainly the one the replay at Old Trafford, he'd have been we'd have been lucky to had nine players left on each side. <laughs> I mean, oh, yeah, really yeah. took. You McCready must remember the, uh, the, lead, the Leeds game then, is that, is that the one you're talking about? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Christ. McCready took Bremer's head off and he didn't get to <laughs> And he, Osgood kicked Charn in, you know, up, up in the air on the side of the... And then he turned around and walked away and Charn got up and chased him and kicked him up in the air. Didn't even have a yellow card. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, didn't, uh, didn't uh, Ron Harris almost, like... Kill someone pretty much with one of his jumping. Eddie Gray, Eddie Gray, yeah. In the first game at Stamford Bridge, um, at the first game at Stamford, no, yeah. Um, let me get it right. No, the first game at Wembley, uh, 
David Webb was right back and Eddie Gray was left and Eddie Gray was a fantastic and Eddie Gray ran him ragged you know he absolutely ran him ragged and they should have won that game really Leeds and when it came when we came to replay what he did he moved he moved Eddie whoops David Webb to the forward line he thought he's going to or in the middle he's going to make more damage and he put he moved Ron Harris over to Mark Eddie Gray and he put somebody else in Ron Harris's place and you know, it, it, and it is true, that, you know, that uh, Eddie Gray got the ball, and he's looked round for Webb, and while he was looking round to beat Webb, Ronnie Harris come chopped him straight up in the air, and he's, you can see him stand and talk to him, and apparently he said to him, uh, "You ain't got Webb in marking you today, son. You got me, and then you know about it." And that was it, you know. <laughs> yeah. And that was him. And the, yeah, the end. I mean, the, the, and the thing is that replay, we won two one, and the guy got the winning goal with David Webb. <laughs> you know, he got it, it went for a corner. Eddie and uh, Bobby Charlton's son, uh, brother Jack, headed it instead of heading it over, headed it backwards a bit. Webby latched onto it 2 1, we won. But that was, a, that was a fantastic game. That was to win that. Yeah, yeah, to win that. To, uh, like the, Sorry? Are you looking forward to the, the Leeds Chelsea matches this season? So. Yeah, I mean, I saw Leeds, I saw Leeds play Liverpool and they beat them, didn't they? Leeds look good. Yeah, really. No, no, they do. Yeah, yeah we yeah. always look. For, I mean, you know, there was an. In, I saw an interview with Osgood because Leeds were, were intimidating. They used to intimidate. They used to kick you, and uh, and Osgood, you know, he was talking. talking one of these, and he said, he said, well, Leeds came to intimidate you. They could never intimidate us. He said, even little Johnny Hollins, he was only five foot, let ten or five foot eight. He said, you couldn't intimidate them. He said, he'd come after them and kick them harder than they kicked him. So he said, they couldn't intimidate them. He said, we hated them. He said, we didn't dislike them. We hated them because they were cheats, you know. Mm. And the famous thing is when Brian Clough, you ever heard of Brian Clough? Brian Clough, yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, well when, when he, he took over, he famously took over at Leeds for 44 days or something, or very, yeah, very short. Uh, and his first meeting, his first meeting with the players, he got around and he said, right, you lot. He said, all those medals you've won, you can put them in a dustbin and they mean nothing because every one of those games you cheated, you were bought out. There was, we know that. Put them in a dustbin and start a game. Yeah. And of course, you know, he didn't last long, but he didn't want to last long, really. No. Did he go but, on to win the European Cup twice with Knott's Forest? Twice. Yeah, they won it with Knott's Forest twice. Yeah. 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 I watched the uh, film, uh, The Damned United, that's about that. Oh, yeah, that, yes. He's fantastic, the guy who plays him. That's exactly what he was like. Yeah, it's really good. Oh, yeah, he was very, very sort of opinionated. But he was always right. You know, he, he took, he took, he took Derby. He took, he, he was Derby. And then he was, not, but not Forest. He won, I think it's Champions League or European Cup twice, yeah. 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 Yeah, uh, the, the guy who won the second goal, um, he was, he made him, he was the first million pound footballer. He went for 99, pounds, something like that. They wouldn't make him a hundred. It's like when Jimmy Greaves went to, left Chelsea in 1961 and went to Milan. And he didn't pick, he wanted to come back. And he went back to Tottenham. Bill Nicholson bought him and he was going to, 100,000. But he made him, he bought him for 99,990 pounds. So that Greaves, he wouldn't have to carry the tag of being the first 100,000 pound footballer, you know. Right. When you think of it now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Different days. Um, was it? Um, have you have you watched that film, Tom? 
haven't seen that damn you know, yes. oh you've got to see it Tom yeah I've got a if next time I see you, I've got a DVD I'll lend it to you it's a good film you like it you'll enjoy it yeah definitely he plays, he, what's the name that plays it Sheen he plays him so well yeah he's got him he had a number two Brian uh, Taylor Peter Taylor yeah they were a pair Peter Taylor always a couple those two went exactly. to Brighton they went to Brighton didn't get on there well the clubs weren't they couldn't handle them you know yeah um, they couldn't handle those sort of players those sort of managers they were very much, uh, you know, much as slow. He, he wanted everything done and, you know, his methods were, uh, I mean, you see him in that, in that programme. He tells, I don't know where he went, where it went, Derby, went to Derby, was it? Yeah. And, you know, the old Derby, the, those old days when the, the people on the board were all businessmen, local businessmen, mm. you know, and they got there and, they, you know, they put a few pounds in and, and he told them that none of them know how to run a business. And they were saying, well, you know, we're millionaires. And they said, yeah, you don't know how to run a football club. You know, don't tell me. I'm telling you what's going to be. You ought to do that. I'm leaving. And he was that. He was very autocratic. You know, can't, you can't, I can't deal with you guys, you know. You carry on running your butcher shop and I'll run the football. Yeah. That's what he's, you know, you carry on baking bread and I'll run the football. Keep breaking bread. You're good at that. And I'll run the good at football. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's a, there's a quote in the film that kind of sums him up and it, I think he's in an interview and he goes, yeah, I wouldn't say I'm, I'm the best manager in the world, but I'd say I'm in the top one. So, yeah, basically saying the best. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I'll definitely add that, that film to my, my, I've got a bit of a watch list going on with these podcasts. I've got some films I need to watch. Yeah. So that's definitely one of them you'll enjoy that Tom because it's so it's a it's a football in a different era you know yeah it's something you won't recognize uh, mm. what went on but it, but it was good you know it was it's funny you know it's funny um mm. you know it's uh, when you think about it now yeah yeah that, the 70 final I mean Chelsea were um we we were one nil down Jones clock Bonetti you know, he, he, he kicked him on the knee and nobody thought Kometi was going to carry on, but he carried on, you know. And um, it's a famous a famous bit of film where we're one nil down and John Hollins gets the ball and he gives it, gives it, changes it with somebody, he gives it Charlie Cook. And Charlie Cook runs and he sees Osgood and he flicks it, long ball, Osgood runs in, heads it in. The first thing Osgood does, he gets up and looks at the the linesman to see if he's offside and he wasn't. That was 1-1 and from then on it was all Chelsea. You know. A fantastic game. Fantastic game. There you go. Good days. Well, uh, I've certainly taken you to the past, hopefully, with this podcast so far. I just want to know what you think the future of Chelsea is uh, kind of this season and the next few seasons coming up. What's your view on it? Well, my view is one big thing and they've got to give and I can't see it being out of the way they've got to give Lampard a chance to make it make it work for him you know they've got to give him time but I can't see Chelsea not doing that because if if it was a sort of start beating around that Osgood that Lampard was going to go there'd be a, you know there'd be uproars so, and who would they bring in so they've got to give him time and they've got to get him work it right you know it's up to him how he does it really it's just sometimes when you see that, you know, I always think well, at the moment with the things as they are, Gerard, he should start, not Abraham. And when he starts him, it's trouble, isn't he, Gerard? I mean, he, you know, he gets in, he gets the goals. 
Giroud, but yeah. as long as he, he's not Giroud, yeah, yeah, not Gerard. Giroud, <laughs> yeah. So I think yes, I think as long as as long as he gives them, as long as he's he's given time, he'll get there. You know, he may not win the championship for the time, you know, but you've got to give him time. You've got to give him time. He's got certainly got the players there, hasn't he? With players coming through. Yeah. Yeah. My my if I like my only worry is because like it's fantastic the signs are made. It's just because you've signed so many players, it's them gelling. That's the um that's, that's right. That's right. Yeah. Absolutely right. Yeah, because you've got because when you think about it, the Chelsea players that he had before, they may not they were all they were all first 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 team players. Some of them are going to move around. Some of them are going to take a back seat. He's got to move them in. And if the if people, if he puts in one of the new ones in, they don't do well. Then the person who's start his position is thinking, well, why is he playing him? And I can do better than that. You know, so you're right. It's got to be all going to be bedded in. It's very difficult, I would have thought. He's finding it very difficult. We know, don't we? Because it's not, because we're not getting the results we should get, really. Not with the amount of money we spend. Yeah, it's just know? whether it takes a short amount of time or a long amount of time. Uh, yeah, yeah. But Chelsea, Chelsea have got, they, they've got to be, they've got to be, um, they've got to be patient with him because it's not. They he won't do it, in a, you know, very quickly. He'll take his time because we've seen he's going to take his time. Mm. You know, he's. Uh, I mean, the, the guy that they're missing is the American guy. I can't remember how he pronounces it. Right. Yeah, Pulisic. Yeah. Well, he's he's the guy. He's the guy that's going to win a match for you. He's one match winner, isn't he? He gets yeah. the ball. He can do what Hazard does did, which was to go through three players and score. We haven't got anybody in the, before he played at the moment that can do that. We? we haven't got anybody really that can take players on. We've not. I've not seen the German. What do you call Werner? Yeah. I've not seen him do it. He's very quick, and he's the sort of guy that gets penalties in the if he gets if he gets in the penalty area. His speed. They've got to stay off of him because he's going to go down for a penalty. But they haven't got anybody. We haven't got. I mean, when he comes back, he's the guy to be able to do that. So we've got one match winner, the guy that could do in this time what Greaves could do. All this was take a ball on, take three people and score. He's got that, and he, you know, and he. But he, he got he did his hamstring, didn't he, in that uh, in the cup final? So he's got to come back here, you know. And that I think he will make a difference oh, because I think because I think the players like. Mount and one or two others that are able to play a long ball onto they can they can play to him because he's a runner and they can also play to the to the Werner because he's like Vardy he's a runner and he likes the ball coming in front of him so he can run onto it and we've got the players that can pass that ball to you know they can pick a pass and do it but he's got to get them all together and, and but the guy the, the American guy had you seen Mushroom had he been in, had he been before the cup final, and he played a lot of games. Where did he come from, Tom? You know that he came from Dortmund before he came to Chelsea. And how long before the cup final? Oh, so he was with us uh, all season. Or was it? Was it from uh, since the start of last season? Yeah, so start of last season he, he joined after us. Lockdown, he started playing really well. Yeah, it was after lockdown. He was really good. Yeah, yeah, he's good. You know, and he's a he's a match winner. Somebody can take the ball and score. Um, but yeah, you know, I just uh, I think sometimes we get rid of people like uh, you know, as we're talking to Barclay and, and Rudiger, and it's not you know, mind you, they he's persevered with uh, Duma, Duma, you know, Duma or the Duma, yeah, and he's coming quite good, isn't he? Yeah, he's he's, he's, he's coming quite good, 
Yeah, 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 yeah. He is, yeah. So we we come, you know, we 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 stayed with him. And it's, I mean, I always thought Alonso was good, but he's had a bad season. Mm. I always thought as Alonso gets the ball, he goes forward, doesn't he? He doesn't like going back all the time. He gets the ball and goes. Forward. Yeah, so it's why he's the he's, he's probably the left one of the best left wing backs, but he's not a very good left back. That's what that's the issue with it. That's right. Mm. Well, that's right. That's right. I mean, they started that game where we lost with Dave on the bench. You can't, I can't. How can you leave Dave out? I mean, he he's, he does what, to a degree what Terry used to do. You know, he's there. He tells him, you know, he's he's right. You know, he's the captain. He, he's done it for you know for a couple of years now. He's, so they start with him and they bring him on. And they start without him, and you think, start with your best team, and then and change around when it's necessary. Mm. Anyway, you can't. Anyway, you, I mean, he's only got 105 caps, so you can't really argue with him, can you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. All right. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna take this a little bit away from uh, from Chelsea and take this to, to Wimbledon, who you you did follow for for many years before they got disbanded. Uh, what was your kind of first memories of, with them? Oh, going back to the Eastman League. I mean, when I was a kid, when I was, uh, well, when I started watching football, um, I used, Wimbledon were an amateur side in what they called the Eastman League, which was purely amateur. So I used to watch Chelsea, Chelsea were, were the professional team, and Wimbledon were, the, were the, um, the amateur team. So I followed Wimbledon and I followed Chelsea. And, um, and that was it, really. I mean, I'm right the way through, and then when, the first game they played in, the, I remember there was a big, big thing to get them. In those days, if you won the, the top, the best amateur side, best amateur league was the Ishmael League. So if you got, they were, they were all, well, they could Roman, there was the Ishmael, the Athenian, uh, the Spartan, all those were the leagues, they were amateur leagues. And the Ishmael was, was the top one. And if you, if you won that, only one team, if you won it, because in those days, well, it was fourth division, but before that it was third division, north and south. But down to the fourth division days, division four, the the, um, the top three clubs had to go in, had to be voted for to keep them in the league. And and then you put in the mix the one who won the Ishmael League, and if the rest of the league, the rest of the professional game below first division, they voted. And if they wanted the, the amateur type of thing, they vote for them. Otherwise, they would vote them out. And Wimbledon won that league many times and never got a vote to get into the football league. And a guy called Ron Nodes, he went around all the all the fourth division at professional sizes because he was he was owned at Wimbledon. And he said, "Look, you must vote for us. We're a big side." And they voted in, and then Wimbledon never looked back. And that's how it happened, you know. But I mean, you know, I, I used to Chelsea for a while. I used to go in there. A mate, a mate of mine, Roger Taylor, he, he, he went there, he had season two years. And I used to go into Wimbledon uh, and walk into the office. And the office was, a, you know, a, what do you call it? A, a, a hut, you know. I mean, it was, you ever went to Plough Lane? Plough Lane was like a, you know, you wouldn't believe Plough Lane if you saw it now, but that's what it was like. It was really rough. You go in there and get a ticket. And I was in there one day and a guy called Reg Davis, who was the sort of office the secretary and he used to do the programme. And he was the other side of in the, the office, and I'm this side as a counter. And I said, I'd like to take a ticket for the Arsenal game. And he got chatting. And he said to me, God, how many years ago is it? I mean, they were in the 88 Cup final against Liverpool. They beat them, you know. So it's a long time ago, 80s, middle. He said to me, uh, 
you know any Wolverhampton Wolves players? So I said, Pa? He said, well, I've got a right thing for the programme. We're playing Wolves. Do you know any? I said, how far do you want to go back? So he said, how far do you go back? So I said, we're back to 54 by Billy Wright, Johnny Hancocks, Bert Williams. He said to me, how do you know those? I said, I play football. I said, how why Wolves? And he said, well, I played for them. So they're managing. So, and then the next home game, I went in there again, got a ticket. And he said to me, come round this side and have a cup of tea. So I went round, sat down and had a cup of tea. And he said to the man, the secretary come down, he said to him, oh, he said, I forget his name, he said, we're home on, home to Sunderland on Saturday. Guy, what this day wants, this day, he said, give him a ticket. So I've got a free ticket. And I used to go in there through the week, because it was on the way home, you see, I'm, I used to do most of my business up in Clapham. And on the way home, I passed, passed Clow Lane. I used to go in the ground, park up, go and sit in the office, have a cup of tea, have a chat. And I got to know everybody, everybody. That's how it built up, it built up. Um, and that's how I got in there. I mean, I got in to the extent that, uh, you know, we were given tickets for the final and all the rest of it. We were, um, we, um, I mean, when we went to Selhurst, uh, I said to the, I said to the, the club, I said to the girl running it, you know, doing the, I said, I remember two season tickets. And I said, yeah, we were in the director's box as well. You know, we were in the director's side, Bonnie, you know, I was in the director's box. And he said, they said, you better go and over and pick your seat. So I went over this before the season opened. I went to Sellers Park. And this girl said to me, well, this is a director's box. The front seat's there for the away directors. And they were outside. But the best seats are the row behind the away directors. So she said, you can have two tickets on there. I just actually picked my own seat. And I got those tickets for the whole time that we were at Sellers. And that was eight years of fantastic. We went to every game, went to the away game. If we went to an away game, we were given away tickets to get to the director's box and car park passes. I went everywhere. You know? And I said one day to the guy doing I said to him, what we ought to do, because Chelsea used to have a thing in their programme in the you know, on, on the week after they they'd have a programme. I said, in the stand last Saturday, and then they picked somebody out. I mean, Terry O'Neill, you know, the, the photographer whose work I've got, you know Terry O'Neill. But he yeah. took Raquel Welsh to a Chelsea game. And you know, picture of Raquel Welsh, and so, and I said to him, Why don't we do that? You know, who's, who's in the stand? So he said, Okay, so I said, and um, we were playing Aston Villa at uh, home, and, and the old Chelsea manager, Ted Drake, he still owned, he still has a record for the most number of goals scored in a first game, first division. He scored seven goals against Aston Villa, and I said, Look, Ted Drake. Aston Villa playing. Ted Drake Scott still owns that record and he lives around the corner me in Wimbledon. I, what about letting him come? So they said, yeah. So I went around. I'd gone down to him because he was in my telephone book and I phoned up and said, I'd like to come and see it. He said, I want some things signed. He said, yeah. And I went down there and we became quite full of friends. And I, I said to him, would you like to come along to the game? He said, yeah. He, he said, yes. I picked him up. We took him to the game. When we got there, a lot of the people in the, in the director's box, the older people, knew Ted because he played for Southampton, he played for Arsenal, as you know. He, he won, he was in the 30s, a great Arsenal side of the 30s. He scored um, the goal that when he won the 50, the 36 Cup final. He played about 60, 70 games for England. He played first-class cricket for Southampton, South, um, Hampshire. And they, they, that Ted come in, so, you know, why are you here? Well, Dave's brought me. So Ted was in, the, you know, and then Malcolm McDonald, who's a bit later, he, somebody knew him, we brought him in. And I've got all the old programs, I didn't sort them out for you, but all the old programs in Wimbledon, 
It's got who's in the stand this time. There's pictures of these guys. Ted, Malcolm McDonald, uh, I can't remember some of the others. One or two others I took along. And they said, yeah, yeah, no problem. You know, and I just used to say, when we used to, when I used to go to a game, I'd just now and again, I'd take one of my eight and got a ticket because there was never, there was never packed out, you know. I just walked to the door. Nobody asked me a ticket. I went, oh, I don't. And, 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 you know, never asked who was with me, just went in. So, you know, it was good. Seven great years. You can't, can't replace it now. You know, so I was spoiled a bit, really, Tom, you know, really spoiled. <laughs> Except when we went, well, the Wembley, when we beat top, when we beat Liverpool. Good Lord, couldn't believe that, you know. But there you go, you know. So Wimbledon, yes, it, that was where it started. They were, they were a top amateur side. They were the side, they were unbeatable, really. Um, and people like Dave Bassett, you know, who managed the old Wimbledon. You know Dave Bassett? Not really. I've heard the name before. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, well, he, he, he played from the amateur days, you know. He played from the amateur days. But uh, then they were semi-professional. But basically, that was what it, they, that's where they started, you know. So, so Wimbledon, yeah. And it was very sad when, you know, when they went to Milton Keynes Dons because, you know, uh, it, it wasn't necessary, really. Uh, and, they, and they're not doing as, they're not doing as well at AFC now. AFC are doing quite well, aren't they? You know. But if you'd, if, you'd have been, if you'd have been around in those days, Tom, you'd have been with me every time. We'd have just gone in. I'd have got to know you. Oh, Tom. Here's your seat, son. Yeah, okay. What you want? You ask you what you want at half, half time, you know. Sam, what sandwich do you want, you know? Tom, you'd give me no problem. <laughs> you think, you think I'm joking? You think I'm joking, Tom? You would have been, no problem. You know, we used to go to Southampton once and we won. We went to Norwich once, uh, no, to Watford. And uh, we had we had a box, you know, all the Wimbledon guys, all the Wimbledon high right, we had a box. And we had a raffle. And, uh, we asked for a raffle ticket and they think, you know, I forget what it was. Anyway, they gave out the numbers and it was for whatever it was and nobody could claim it. And then, you you know, your box, you went out onto your balcony, you know, you go out, you know, seats in front to watch the game, you go back, but you want something to eat, you in a box, it was cold, you know. And I, I went out, I think, and it said, you know, number 431, we still wait. So I went in and I said, anybody got 431? And it was Pam. So I said, you won a raffle. So she said, you're kidding. And I said, no, and it was about 300 pounds, you know? So we'd had a big meal there. So we made paper, she said, we'll pay for all the wine. So we, won, so we went there and we beat them as well, which wasn't. And then we went to Southampton. We went to Southampton, Wimbledon, to play at Southampton. I went with them and doing their, um, you know, doing their, what do you call it? The, the, the old guys that play that do these, um, hospitality, you know, they go round, mm. and, and Osgood was doing it. And I, and you know, the famous picture of Osgood in Raphael Welsh UK. Have you heard that story? No, mm. well, Terry O'Neill was they were working on a film. Terry O'Neill took Chelsea to I said, yes, Frank took Chelsea to Stamford Bridge, and she was looking round, and all the players were going to, and she said to Terry O'Neill, Who's that guy? That's Peter, Peter Osgood. He was a tall guy, you know, strapping, good-looking guy. She said, oh, you know, she watched him, see? And then at half-time, Terry went to the dressing room. He says, well, he, she'd like to meet you and all the rest of it. So the boys were wrecking him, you know. So every time, when he went out on the pitch, Osgood, he looked up and he waved to Raquel, you know, and she waved back. She said, what's going on, you know? 
Anyway, on the way back, it's a true story. On the way back, he got him in the cab, Terry, with Racco, Racco Welsh. And they went along to a sports shop in Battersea. And the sports shop was run by Frank Blunstone, an old manager, an old player there, and Peter Bonetti. And he bought, he bought a set of Chelsea gear, shirt, shorts, the number nine on, socks. And then he had this big idea that what he'd do, he'd put Raquel Welsh in the gear and he'd take a photograph of her. And he took several, her once holding the ball, once with a foot on it. He got a, he got a hup, you know, a holster, you know, a gun and holster, you know, the gun like Westerns, put it on her, took all the big series. And everybody went, oh, can I mean, I've got two or three of them here, you know. I'm not framed, but I've got them. And um, I went to one, um, I went to, a, a, there was a, a fundraising thing at Stamford Bridge, you know, for charity. So I went to Terry and said, look, Terry, you know your, um, you know your uh, picture? I was like, yeah. I said, Could, you know, I'd like a copy. We've got a thing coming. You come along, I can't do it, mate. I'm working. Okay. And he gave me the, gave me the picture, big picture of him, Aussie in, in Aussie's gear, signed it. And it went for rap. It ain't about 600 something pounds. And then a few months later, there's another one. And I found him up again. And I said, Terry, I'll still have a taste. But we're, I'll come to Chelsea, don't worry, mate. And I said, you know, he said, we'll come, I'll give you another one. So I said, you can't. He said, yeah, what's wrong? So I went and got it, signed it. And that time, I, was, I got Ozzy to sign it. I got to the bit, and Ozzy signed it as well. And um, it went um, even more money, you know, went for a lot of money. And then about a week later, the phone rang, it was Terry. He said to me, Ah, oh, mate, what are you doing? I said, You listen to the radio? I said, No, he said, Osgood's died. I went, What? And he said, He's just dropped dead in, in, in Chelsea or something. And he died. So, and he said to me, Did you get him to sign that picture? I went, yeah, he said, that's worth a lot of money now. I said, yeah, I don't suppose all these, you know, anyway, that's true. He signed it, it's famous, he's talking about, and strangely enough, the girl, the girl who works in that shop, her father, her, her husband, ran a Sunday, a Sunday side that I played in on the Sunday, he used to play, you know, Sunday football, but called, can't remember his name now. And he, we went, and in the, Chelsea Pro, I read somewhere, or she wrote something about, and she said, she said, one day she said, we were working on a Saturday, said and a taxi turned up, and a guy got out, and a girl got out, and he said, she said, I, I looked at a girl, and I thought, I don't know who that is, and one of the guys there said, that's Terry O'Neill, the photographer. Anyway, when they went back, so they, they bought the gear and went off, and um, she said, one of the girls said, that was Raquel Welsh. She said, what are you talking about? She said, it was Raquel Welsh. And she said in this article she wrote, she said, we were right because many, you know, ages later, there's this Osgood in the paper with this picture of Raquel Welsh in Chelsea's gear, in Osgood's gear, which was right. Look, Tom, when you come next time, I'll short show you them. Yeah? Yeah, definitely, yeah. Be interested in those pictures. Yeah, I'd be very interested. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I'd be very interested to see that. Yeah, definitely. Huh? I'd definitely like to see that. <laughs> yeah. So they're all, all, all bits and pieces, aren't they, you know? I mean, it, when it, Bonetti was that, and Bonetti, he, he, he sold Bonetti gloves, you know, with stick, like sticky gloves. And he actually sort of designed those, and he, the first goalkeepers wear that sort of glove. And he, they were sold at his shop in Battersea, bottom of Battersea Rise. So, uh, anyway, Tom, it's a, I don't know if it's the sort of thing you wanted to hear. And, no, yeah, you've, you've uh, spoken a lot about your history and all that kind of stuff and it's been really interesting to listen to.
been fantastic. Thank you for yeah. thank you for coming on. Um, it's been an honour. Thanks for asking me. Yeah. Put me uh, into your yeah. Well, this will this will probably be out yeah. on Saturday or Sunday. This podcast. Okay. I think I'm going to release it then. I'll send you the link, yeah. of course. I think. Listen. Hi. Yeah. You there? Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear. Yeah. yeah? Anyway, good luck in the, you know, good luck. I hope City do well. Yeah. <laughs> I hope they I think, do well. Not when they play us, but let's hope they do well. Yeah. I think the uh, main difference like between now and the past is there was a lot more of a connection to the players back then. Yeah, yeah I mean, um, yeah, Grandad was saying he knows, he's, he's met some of them now in the past and stuff, whereas nowadays they're a whole kind of separate breed almost. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, I mean in the in the very old days, I mean when I really started, some of the players used to come to the games on public transport because they couldn't afford a car, you know. So but I do like your manager, you know. I like him. He's you know, he's he's a very fair guy, I thought, you know, he's yeah. he's a very good man. You know, I like him, yeah. So so I hope he does well. I hope he the ones I don't I don't I just hope Liverpool don't keep on winning it because it's boring in the end. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. True. Anyway, well done. Have a great yeah. season. Thank you, Gilson, and uh, for everyone watching. Thank you for watching. If you're inspired, leave a like and subscribe if you're new around here. And we'll see okay. you guys. I hope I've, I hope I've, 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 I've spoken about what you wanted me to speak about. Yeah, no, absolutely. You hit the nail on there. Cheers, Brendan. Right, bye. Okay, John. Bye.